Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Shatana predele sekotono bretono shepredele veleti ya satana pregede epanagadana tiyazatona predele yase. Father, thank you for a brand new day. Lord, thank you, Lord, for this time in your presence this morning. Lord, as we wake up to a brand new day, we thank you, Lord, because you are good and your mercies endures forevermore. We thank you, Lord, because the word says, Lord, that your, your mercies are new every morning and great is your faithfulness. So we thank you for the mercies of today. We thank you for the grace of today. We thank you, Lord, that your love is poured out on us afresh today. We give you all the praise, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. This morning, Lord, we join the hosts of heaven. We join the angels to worship you this morning and declare that you are holy, that you are holy and there is none like you no one is righteous like you no one is kind like you we declare this morning lord that we love you from the depths of our hearts in the precious name of jesus lord we have come into your presence to fellowship we have come into your presence lord to hear you lord speak to us this morning give us understanding in your word let our hearts be filled with your own wisdom and let your name alone be glorified in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen all right let me say a big welcome welcome to everyone to devotion this morning i am murphy sharing this time with you we continue our reading, yes, our reading of the book of Psalms. You would have noticed that we stopped yesterday on Psalm 50, so that would take us to just to one-third, yes, one-third of the book of Psalms. And just like that, uh, we, we are almost there, almost halfway. Today, we will be taking from Psalm 51 down to 56 if we can manage it if not we'll stop on on psalm 55 psalm 51 is such an interesting psalm you know i have met christians you know who struggle with this particular psalm because they are not they are not sure you know david says a prayer in this psalm and some are asking you know ah, considering that in the new testament the Bible says that we are sealed with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is literally a down payment, a down payment, you know, that God made in redeeming us to Christ. You know, so how can God take his Holy Spirit from us? So, yes, I'm sure you remember that song, Take Not Your Holy Spirit From Me. Restore to me the joy of my salvation. You know, can we lose our salvation? Yes. We'll see how to explain explain that explain that today. And of course, Psalm 56, okay? Uh, we'll see there David saying a prayer to God, you know, to, to shield him, to defend him against people, you know, that he had trusted in and did not know that they were, they were literally snares. Alright, so let's read together. Please get your Bible, Psalm 51. So David comes back. This is a psalm 
of David regarding the time Nathan the prophet came to him after David had committed adultery with Bathsheba. So I'm sure everyone knows, okay, we already read this story, you know, um, earlier in the Bible. David had conspired, you know, he went up on the on the roof of his house, you know, for some of course we know why he didn't go to war um he had almost lost one particular battle his soldiers were afraid he could die in battle and so they told him to stay back in jerusalem and on this wonderful day while walking on the roof he sees this woman called Bathsheba, invites her over slept with her she says she is pregnant you know he conspires to kill one of his elite soldiers yes kills one of his own elite soldier and then yes nathan the prophet comes to confront him psalm 51 from verse 1 says have mercy on me O god because of your unfailing love because of your great compassion blot out the stain of my sins wash me clean from my guilt purify me from my sins the question is is sin the same in the old testament as it is in the new testament and the way it is dealt with is it the same in the old testament as it is in the new testament now listen okay sin is as potent as it was in the old testament okay our human nature has not changed jesus has paid the price for sin okay but sin will still continue to ensnare us okay um when we commit sin the bible encourages us to confess it to god the bible says actually first john chapter 1 verse 9 says that if we say that we are without sin we try to make god a liar but if we confess it god is faithful and just okay so there is nothing like jesus has paid for my sin once and for all time and so i can continue committing sin anyhow i like yes this was the struggle that paul had with many christians because they felt that look what paul was preaching was a license to commit sin if you know jesus you will know that you cannot live in your sin you cannot live habitually in sinning whenever you sin you know that something just like in david's case here you know that something is is missing and you want it back it is the presence of god you know the holy spirit might have stepped back from you maybe not leave you in that your salvation is not yet lost okay Uh, but you need to confess this sin confess this sin to god and move away from it he says have mercy on me O god because of your unfailing love because of your great compassion blot out the sin the sin the stain of my sin wash me clean from my guilt purify me from my sin Uh, for i recognize my rebellion it haunts me day and night the reason why sin will haunt you is because you now have a conscience yes the holy spirit has awakened your conscience yes and that's what's what is what is what is happening to david right here he has the holy spirit you remember he was anointed the oil was poured upon him for us in the new testament we have the holy spirit with us he is literally living inside of us you know so 
David recognized that, look, he said, verse 3, for I recognize my rebellion, it haunts me day and night. David recognized that he had sinned against God, okay? He recognized that, look, this thing was literally, you know, tearing me apart from within. Verse 4 says, against you and you alone have I sinned. I have done what is evil in your sight. Uh, You will be proved right in what you say, and your judgment against me is just. I remember when I read this psalm as a as a young Christian, I was like, "No, you killed you killed the uh, the husband of this woman. So obviously, you sinned against him. You sinned against her, enforcing her to commit you know to commit adultery with you. So what do you mean that it is against God alone that you have committed sin? Hmm. You see, eventually." The person that you have committed sins, the person that you owed repentance to eventually is God. There will be sins, yes, that God, the Lord, God will require you to make restitution, uh, but not because God has not forgiven you. Yes, listen this morning. So David was saying, Lord, ah, you will be proved right. Against you and you alone have I sinned. And so he had prayed and asked God to forgive him. Verse 5 says, For I was born a sinner. Yes, from the moment my mother my mother conceived me. But you desire honesty from the womb, teaching me wisdom even there. Purify me from my sins, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Yes, yeah, so I have I know a song we used to sing, sing as young Christian that yes, God will make us whiter than snow. He says, Oh, give me back my joy again. You have broken me now. Let me let me rejoice. I'm telling you, you know, you just know that something is missing, something is gone. It is called the joy of salvation, and you need to get it back. Yes, you get it back by saying, Lord, I am sorry, forgive me. Verse 9 says, Don't keep looking at my sins, remove the stain of my guilt, create in me. Yes, that verse that we, a lot of us know very well create in me a clean heart oh god renew a loyal spirit within me do not banish me from your presence and don't take your holy spirit from me in the old testament the holy spirit usually would come and go you could see you you see it in the case of samson for example even though he was a nazarene yes dedicated to god from the womb the holy spirit would come upon him so automatically it meant the Holy Spirit would, would leave. When he committed sin, you know, it was so bad, the Holy Spirit, you know, left, left him, okay, that he did not even know. In our case, we have been sealed with the Holy Spirit. When we sin, yes, the Holy Spirit does not abandon us because we belong to Christ, okay? We have been paid, paid for with a price, but we can't remain in sin. This Holy Spirit withdraws also from us, you know, when we try to live habitually in sin. He says, and do not take your Holy Spirit from, from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and make me willing to obey you. I'm telling you, I feel like singing that, st- that song, Restore unto me the joy of my salvation 
and renew right spirit within me. That some would think singing that song, you know, it's like, is it that you, you are asking to be born again, again and again? No, David was simply asking to be restored back to his relationship with God, to be restored back to that place when he came into the presence of God and he was happy. There's nothing wrong in asking for that child of God. If you know that the Holy Spirit is nudging your heart, you need to stop this. You need to repent of this. Please go ahead and talk to your own father and he will forgive you. And I'm telling you, you will enjoy your time in God's God's presence. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and make me willing to obey you, David said. 13 says, then I will teach your ways to rebels and they will return to you. Forgive me for shedding blood. Did you hear that? David did not pretend. David said, forgive me for shedding blood. O God, who saves? Then I will joyfully sing of your forgiveness. David did not say, no, I'm not the one that killed him. Yes, I sent him to Joab and it was Joab who put him in in the battlefront. David knew that it was his words. It was his instruction that they carried out that killed this man. It says, unseal my lips, O Lord, that my mouth may praise you. You do not desire a sacrifice or i would offer one you do not want a burnt offering the sacrifice you desire is a broken spirit you will not reject a broken and repentant heart oh god god never okay even in the old testament never rejected a broken spirit a heart that is broken a heart that is asking for forgiveness yes the lord will forgive and the lord will receive you in the name of jesus he says look with favor on Zion and Elpa, rebuild the walls of Jerusalem, then you will be pleased with sacrifices offered in the right spirit, with burnt offerings and old burnt offerings, then bulls will again be sacrificed on your altar. Listen this morning, God is not interested in burnt offerings. God is not interested in sacrifices in our own time. God is not just interested that you do this in church, you do that in church. What God is interested in is your relationship with him and that you maintain and keep that relationship so child of god very importantly keep your relationship with the father be able to talk to him and be sure that nothing is interfering and god will bless you in the mighty name of jesus psalm 52 let's go on psalm 52 is uh, for the choir director a psalm of david regarding the time that doeg the edomite said to saul david has gone to see ahimelech i'm sure you've not forgotten this story how doeg saw david yes went to ahimelech and went to report to saul and when Saul came back, literally wiped out Ahimelech and his entire, entire, entire clan. So David was saying that, Lord, I, I trusted in people. They have failed me. So Lord, save me from, conspir- from conspirators. I'm telling you, God will save you from every wagon tongue in the name of Jesus. He says, why do you boast about your crimes, great warrior? Don't you realize God's justice continues forever? All day long, you plot destruction. Your tongue cuts like a sharp razor. You are an expert at telling lies. 
You love evil more than good and lies are more than truth. You love to destroy others with your words, you liar. But God will strike you down once and for all. He will pull you from your home and uproot you from the land of the living. The righteous will see it and be amazed. They will laugh and say, look what happens to mighty warriors who do not trust in God. They trust their wealth instead and grow more and more bold in their wickedness but i am on, i am like an olive tree thriving in the house of god i will always trust in god's unfailing love i will praise you forever O god for what you have done for what you have done i will trust in your good name in the presence in the presence of your faithful people hallelujah very quite quite a wonderful psalm and i'm telling you you know um if there's anything that astounds me here is the fact that even in this scenario david you know uh, pens a psalm a psalm to god how many of us would have thought about you know talking to God in a scene like this. You know, David sees Doeg, sees him living and knows that Doeg recognized him and David is wondering, ah, I hope this guy will not go and report me to Saul. And Doeg does exactly that, reports him to Saul and uh, the outcome was not pleasant, not for David, but for Ahimelech and his entire clan, his children, everybody, Saul wiped out and i'm praying for you that god will keep you god will defend you from every wagging tongue from every lying tongue in the mighty name of jesus all right let's move on to psalm 53 this psalm is a meditation yes you might want to spend time thinking about the words of this psalm because yes they speak to to us deeply as as a people you know so they can speak to you as an individual uh this is one of the psalm you know i really really used to ponder on as a young christian psalm 53 verse 1 says only fools say in their hearts there is no god they are corrupt and their actions are evil not one of them does good the bible says oh if you say that there is no god you are a fool and i'm telling you somebody might say uh, pastor i have never said in my heart that there is no god ah <laughs> again and again as human beings some of some, all of us time and time again we abandon the fact that there is god yes we act sometimes as if god does not exist and so david warns us that only a fool only fools say in their heart there is no god not they didn't say it with their mouth too, okay they were still saying in their in their mouth out to every other person that ha ah, god this god that god this but in their heart mm, they're saying if there is god this will not happen if there is god this will not happen i'm sure you understand what i'm saying this morning if god is truly alive oh, i would not be suffering like this as a christian if god is truly alive oh, after everything i have done ah how could this happen to me hmm. david said only fools say in their hearts there is no god god looks down from heaven on the entire human race he looks to see if anyone is truly wise if anyone seeks god but no, all have turned away, all have become corrupt, no one does good, not a single one. I'm sure somebody is saying, no, pastor, I'm not among that council, you would be shocked. I think we overrate ourselves. 
but for the Holy Spirit, many of us will abandon God. But for the Holy Spirit, if the Holy Spirit was to leave us to our human nature, you will realize how corrupt and how wicked human nature is. The Bible says that the heart of man is deceitful and desperately, I'm telling you, desperately wicked. The Bible says who can know it, okay? So don't, uh, don't take it for granted. Thank God for his presence. Thank God for his Holy Spirit, okay, uh, that pushes us, that tells us again and again that God is with us. Verse 4 says, will those, will those who do evil never learn? Have they eat up my people like bread and wouldn't think of praying to God? Terror will grip them, terror like they have never known before. God will scatter the bones of your enemies. Uh, you will put them to shame, for God has rejected them. Who will come from Zion to rescue Israel? Question who will come from Mount, from Mount Zion to rescue Israel? David answers, when God restores his people, Jacob will shout with joy and Israel will rejoice. I'm praying for you, shouts of joy will not cease from your house in the mighty name of Jesus. You will have a reason to always praise God in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. All right, let's move on to Psalm 54. This one also is a short psalm. It's a psalm of David. This one is a prayer for rescue. For rescue, And of course, it says for the choir director, a psalm of David regarding the time the Ziphite came and said to Saul, we know where David is hiding to be accompanied by string instruments. Remember this time, right? David was hiding away from Saul. And so these guys, the Ziphites, they knew where he was and they went to tell, they went to tell Saul. And when Saul was on his way, remember what David too did. David had to pray, Lord, should I stay and the, Kela, yes, that's the name of the city, Kela. Should I stay and defend Kela? <clears throat> God said, ah, okay, defend it. Will these men, will they hand me over to, to, to Saul when he comes? He said, they will hand you over. Okay, so immediately David had to leave Kela and eventually Saul did not come down. This is uh, from verse 1. Come with great power, O God, and rescue me. Defend me with, with your might. Listen to my prayer, O God. Pay attention to my plea, for strangers are attacking me. Violent people are trying to kill me. They, uh, they cared nothing for God, but God is my helper. The Lord keeps me alive. Listen, oh, the one that keeps us alive is God. The one that helps us is God. So be like David here. Have you noticed? In every situation, David prayed. In every situation, David was penning a psalm to God, was writing a poem to God, was writing a prayer to God. So I don't know what you are going through today, but I'm telling you that the Lord never abandons us. Yes, the Lord never leaves us. If you call on him, he will answer you this morning in the name of Jesus. He says, but God is my helper. The Lord will help you in the name of Jesus. He says, the Lord keeps me alive. May the evil plan of my enemies be turned against them. Do as you promised and put an end to them. He says, I will sacrifice a voluntary offering to you. I will praise your name, O Lord, for it is good. For you have rescued me from my troubles and helped me to triumph over my enemies. The Lord will rescue you from every trouble. It will cause you to triumph over all your enemies. Yes, over everyone that seeks your destruction in the name of Jesus. If an arrow is shot towards you, I declare this morning that that arrow returns back to the 
sender in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. All right, so let's move on to Psalm 55. Psalm 55 is a cry for help. David was praying here, Lord, help me. Lord, deliver me. Lord, rescue me from trouble. And the Lord will help you in the face of challenges, in the face of trouble. When you call on the Lord, the Lord will answer you. So this for is for the choir director, a psalm of David also, to be accompanied by string instruments. Listen to my prayer, O God. Do not ignore my cry for help. Verse 2, please listen and answer me, for I am overwhelmed uh, by my troubles. I don't know whether you have been in a situation like that, when you are literally overwhelmed by the actions that you have committed. That was what was happening to David. David said, for I am overwhelmed by my troubles. He said, my enemies shout at me, making loud and wicked threats. They bring trouble on me and angrily hunt me down. My heart pounds in my chest. The terror of death assaults me. Fear and trembling overwhelms me and I can't stop shaking. Oh, that I had wings like a dove, then I would fly away and rest. <laughs> oh, God, I remember this song we used to say, if I have a wing like a dove, if I have a wing like a dove. So you know where they got the song from. He said, I will fly, fly away. Yes. So, yes, they got it from, from, from this psalm. It says, oh, that I had wings like a dove, then I would fly away and rest. So David was thinking of escaping. But David knew there was no way I was escaping. I have to return back to God. He said, I will fly far away to the, to the quiet of the wilderness. How quickly I would escape far from this wild storm of hatred. Confuse them, Lord, and frustrate their plans. For I see violence and conflict in the city. It was a patrol day and night against invaders. But the real danger is wickedness within the city. Hey, sadly, everything is falling apart. Threats and cheating are rampant in, this, in, in the streets. David, maybe you might want to come to Lagos and see what we are going through. You see, it is not an enemy who taunts me. I could bear that. It is not my foe who so arrogantly insults me. I could have hidden from them. Instead, it is you, my equal, my companion and close friend. And I'm thinking, who could have been the person that David was referring to? And I'm telling you, there are plenty of them. A good one is Ahitophel. And I feel literally the person David was writing this psalm about was Ahitophel. He said, what good fellowship we once enjoyed as we walked together to the house of God. Let death stalk my enemies. Let the grave swallow them alive. For evil makes it home within them. But I will call on God and the Lord will rescue me. Morning, noon and night, I cry out in my distress and the Lord hears my voice. He ransoms me and keeps me safe from the battle waged against me, though many still oppose me. The Lord, I'm telling you, will keep you safe from every battle waged, waged against you. Whether they are physical, whether they are spiritual, the Lord will defend you in the mighty name of Jesus. David said, 19, verse 19, God, who has ruled forever, will hear me and humble them. For my enemies refuse to change their ways. They do not fear God. As for my companion, he betrayed his friend. That's why I'm telling you, this was Ahitophel. He broke his promises. His words are as 
uh, smooth as butter, but in his heart, uh, in his heart is war. Remember, the Bible says that the counsel of Ahitophel was like the counsel of God. He had a sweet mouth. Mm. He says his words, his words are as sooting as lotion, but underneath are daggers. Give your burden to the Lord. Hmm, verse 22, powerful verse. Give your burdens to the Lord and he will take care of you. He will not permit the godly to sleep and fall. And that's what we are going to do this morning when we go. We will give our burdens to the Lord. Give it all to the Lord. Whether you are carrying the weight of sin, give it to the Lord. Remember that scripture, you know, that says, Jesus said, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. Okay? Give it all to the Lord. Verse 23 says, but you, O God, will send the wicked down to the pit of destruction. Murderers and liars will die young, but I am trusting you to save me. Wow. Alright, I trust that every one of us can call on God this morning and we can leave our bodies to the Lord. Alright, let's end this one with Psalm 56. This also is a psalm of David regarding the time the Philistines seized him in Gath uh, to be sung to the tune Dove on Distance Oak. And I'm telling you, if you have learned one thing about David though, it is that David will call on God whatever he was going through. He says, Oh God, have mercy on me. For people are unding, unding me. Uh, my foes attack me all day long. I am constantly hounded by those who slander me and, men, and many are boldly attacking me. But when I am afraid, I will put my trust in you. Did you hear that? When you are afraid, put your trust in God. Don't be afraid. Don't let fear seize you, grip you literally and be the one moving you. No, the spirit of God must be the one moving you and when he is moving you, uh, you, will be, you will be able to move by faith. He says, but when I am afraid, I will put my trust in you. I praise God for what he has promised. Did you hear that? I praise God for what he has promised. I trust in God, so why should I be afraid? What can mere mortals uh, do to me? What has God promised you? What has God said to you? The Lord will do it. So don't be afraid. Verse 5 says, They are always twisting what I say. They spend their days uh, plotting to harm me. They came uh, they come together to spy on me watching my every step eager to kill me don't let them get away with their wickedness in your anger oh god bring them down you keep track of all my sorrows you have collected all my fears in your bottle you have recorded each one in your book my enemies will retreat when i call to you for help at this i know god is on my side listen this morning god is on your side there is no enemy that can stand god yes not not one single enemy has been created that can stand the presence of god listen this morning god is on your side don't be afraid don't be afraid of of that despair that you feel don't be afraid of that pain that you feel God is on your side. I know it does not feel like God is there, but the Lord will have me say to you this morning that he is present with you. He is right beside you and you will overcome in the mighty name of Jesus. Verse, 11, verse 10 says, I praise God for what he has promised. Yes, I praise the Lord for what he has promised. I trust in God, so why 
eh? So why should I be afraid? What can mere mortals do to me? And I'm praying for you this morning. People will not be able to bring you down. Words spoken against you will not be able to bring you down. In the mighty name of Jesus. The arrows shot at you. They will miss their mark. In the name of Jesus. It says, what can mere mortals do to me? Verse 12. I will fulfill my vows to you, O God. I will offer a sacrifice of thanks for your help. For you have rescued me from death. You have kept my feet from sleeping. So now I can walk in your presence oh god in your life giving light god will keep your feet from slipping in the name of jesus all right as we go this morning so that completes psalm 56 wow just like that we went through six wonderful psalms all right i want us to pray this morning and give all our bodies to the lord Uh, david says Cast me not away from your presence. I feel someone needs to pray that prayer this morning. Lord, do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Lord, restore my joy in your presence again. Uh, again, let me be able to dance in your presence. Lord, let this burden, this heaviness in my heart, let it lift this morning. If you are that person I'm talking to this morning, will you just begin to pray and talk to the Lord? You have lost your passion. You know you know it yes you have lost your passion you used to be in the presence of god and your heart will literally melt in his presence but now you are so hardened the tears that used to come to your eyes are all gone the lord says call to me this morning i put your lift your bodies and put it on the lord this morning as someone is carrying this big pain this deep pain in their heart the lord says i leave it at the altar this morning i am here with you we someone go high head and pray father we thank you thank you lord because you are with us thank you lord because you never fail us father you will strengthen us this morning for everyone that is calling on you jesus father i ask that lord you will uphold them in the name of jesus for everyone laying their burdens on you father this morning lord hear that prayer and answer from your throne in the name of jesus i declare this morning that these burdens are lifted that this pain goes in the name of jesus in your presence lord there is fullness of joy so father restore someone's joy this morning restore their passion this morning in the name of jesus lord cause us to love you more than ever in the mighty name of jesus father we give you all the glory we give you all the praise in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen all right Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.